Good evening and welcome to The Englishman Speaks. This is the first episode, so bear with me as I haven't practiced this before. Um, and this is going to be quite some fun that I'm looking forward to. So The Englishman Speaks, uh, that is me. Um, I am an Englishman. I was born in England, not Great Britain, not Britain, not the UK, but in England. Um, I was brought up there, I was educated there. I've worked in uh, England, I've worked in Wales, I've worked in Germany, Holland, New Zealand, Australia, and I've traveled through many, many countries too. I have many friends all over the world, uh, and I have a vast experience of different parts of life, if you like. So I know what it's like to live on the street, and I know what it's like to have wealth beyond measure. Um, so I know both sides of the scale on that score. Why now? Uh, because I feel I have a voice and I'd like to express it and to bring some clarity and... I've seen so much going on in the world in news and on social media and such like and a lot of it is is rubbish to be quite honest and things need to be set straight and so I am that voice who's going to come in and, and just put a bit of calm and a bit of reality back on what uh, people are getting into on the rah-rah um, stakes that are going on. So there's a little bit about me, it's a little bit about why this is, why I'm doing this. Um, and so we're going to move on to the first subject, which is democracy and government. And do we need government? What is government for? And why is it doing the things it's doing? And should it be doing the things it's doing? And a whole lot of other questions. So <clears throat> let's go back in time to about 500 BC in Athens, when democracy as we know it and understand it sprung from. And democracy is, is obviously a Greek word, um, and it means ruled, ruled by the people. So people rules. And how it worked out was that there, were a, there was a criteria for people who lived in Athens who could sit on the committee, as it were, um, to make decisions about the city and the city area. And these were men, not women, just men, aged over 18, um, who lived in Athens, born in Athens, of, um, to start with, it was one parent that their father had to have been born in Athens, and secondly, and then a little later on, I think it was uh, 451, uh, both parents had to be born in, in Athens for you to be um, considered to, to come to be able to vote on issues for Athens. Um, and when all, all that was added up, it worked out to between 15 and 20% of the population of Athens that were able to vote and make a decision on what went on. In amongst this, there was also a council um, where, again, people were put on the council and they were put on there by lots. So they weren't voted on, there was no election um, and people of Athens were expected to serve on the council. And if you were a, a citizen of Athens, you were expected to go in and vote and, and talk about the issues concerning the city and the surrounding areas. 
And that's how democracy started. That's how it worked out. There's a few other little bits and pieces that went on, but that's the basics of it. And so when we move on from there, um, and you look at that system, which was a pretty good system. It worked for quite a number of years, decades, hundreds of years, actually, um, until Macedon the Macedonians came down and conquered and took over it. Um, and then it was ruled by um, an oligarchy, um, which I'll come to shortly. But um, so in amongst that, uh, that system worked well for a small area. So like a city or a small state. Um, once you get into the larger populations, it becomes rather difficult because it's difficult to get like 50,000 people into a forum to speak on one particular subject. And so um, it, things evolved and, and you, we came up to um, the, the representational democracy model was formed in the 1700s thereabouts um, in Europe um, and the Westminster model as we as we come to know the the, the UK version um, came about through, through trying to solve a problem rather than actually trying to work out how to rule which is uh, when you look at the the history of it is quite an interesting and fascinating one about how it came about um, so within that you've got representational democracy so you have a person that represents a, a given area of people um, who then represents that area in 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 the voting forum in in the chamber as it were and that works it it does work pretty well um, obviously there are going to be people who that person represents doesn't agree with what he's saying and, and, and his view, but that's the way it works. So it, it's not a full direct democracy, but it's a representational democracy. Now where democracy has gone wrong, in my view, in recent decades, possibly a couple of centuries, is where they got the political party system that's come in. So then the representative is now torn between representing his constituents, the people who voted him in, because now we're on elections rather than by lots, and the party who he is a member of. And if you're not a member of a party, a member of a party, then you're less likely to get a cabinet position, a position of power. And so now you end up with uh, a few people with immense power, um, and several other people trying to keep them in check or joining them, depending on which way you look. But not nowadays, not many of the representatives, the members of parliament, MPs, etc., do actually represent the people that voted them in. And so the democracy is now turned into an oligarchy, which is ruled by few or ruled by a few and the few would be the few people at the top. So it's actually a democracy as we know it. People talk about, you know, in the UK with Boris Johnson hijacking democracy. No, load of rubbish. He cannot hijack something that isn't there. You know, the, the, the term democracy, if you took a, a guy from Athens from, from 500 BC and brought him into the Western democracy system, um, he would actually probably 
tell you that it's not even democracy. And he'd be right, because it isn't. It's not ruled by the people. It's ruled by a few who have been elected. They're there to represent, but they don't. They don't represent the people. They represent their own interests. They represent the party. Um, and they represent their mates. And this is where the system has gone wrong and why people are getting really frustrated over it, because they're now ruling as though they are an elite class. They are ruling with a attitude of aristocracy. Um, and even sometimes, you know, even bordering on royalty, dare I say it, uh, there have been some, uh, some people with that sort of attitude. Um, of course, uh, the third form of ruling is monarchy, which is ruled by one, which you have the kings and queens of, of yesteryear. And you've still got the Queen of England, who has some power, but not a lot. She has put a lot of power, um, given a lot of power over to Parliament. But I think she still holds one or two little key... Uh, uh, yeah, one or two keys that um, hopefully will will keep, keep the um, UK in check. One thing that, that, uh, did, that did cross my mind was that if uh, Theresa May's Brexit deal had been approved and went to the Queen for royal assent, whether she would actually agree with it because it actually, it, there was a sovereignty issue with the Northern Ireland borders that the deal would have handed over the border control to Europe. Um, so that's a sovereignty deal. So I don't know whether the Queen would have actually agreed to that one um, or not. But it's, it hasn't come to pass, so we're, we're, we, we wait to see what happens in that one. Um, but in, in the rest of the world, you've got, uh, you've got people in Hong Kong rising up. You've got people in South Africa bemoaning what's going on with the ANC. Um, and the country being broke now, basically, and, and the government now looking to, to raid the pensions uh, to, keep, to keep government going because they've run out of money and people are wondering, where, where has all that money gone? Um, you've got people in, in the US who are at odds with what's going on, and it's quite a, quite a divide, and the same in the UK over Brexit. It's, there's, it's even dividing families. You know, I remember when the coal miners' strike went on, and how that really did divide families. It was, it was in some cases, it, the rift never healed, which is a real shame and quite saddening, really. Um, you've got a lot of people in Australia who are bemoaning the fact that the government seems to be just getting away with with whatever they want, and there's no accountability. And why? It's because it's not a democracy. It's an elected um, oligarchy. So that's one of the problems over the politics today, um, in that it, 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 it's all been evolved and it was all very gentle, and suddenly people are, are now aware that they've let go of what they used to have, um, and things aren't looking as rosy as they should be. And who knows what's going to happen, but um, when you look back at history and how populations have turned things around for themselves um, because of the attitude of the ruling class, you only have to look at France um, and the revolution there a few hundred years ago and even in Russia 
um, when you had the, the Rus Russian Revolution shortly before World War I. Um, what was happening? The people were being put down, uh, they were starving, and the rulers, the rich class, the elite, um, were all, we're fine, thank you. Um, you know, it, it's all good, good from up here. Um, and suddenly there, were, there was a revolt on their hands and there was nothing they could do about it. Um, because even the police and the armed services and the forces, the army, if you like, were on the side of the peasant, were on the side of, the, of, of those who had been downtrodden. Um, and so that the, if they do keep, keep this up, they will find that there's a, there'll be a backlash. I'm reminded quite often of, of the book uh, The Prince by Machiavelli and he gave some uh, quite insightful instruction on how to rule a country. Not all, no, I don't agree with, with a lot of it. Um, I think there are better ways of ruling a country but he wrote it down and it seems to be the, the default or the de rigueur model of the rich thinking that they, they've gained power rather than a position of servanthood um, and they talk about oh my heart goes out to these people who are poor and destitute and and I have so much empathy and in fact they have none um, it's quite obvious from their actions actions speak louder than words as the old saying goes and it does um, although I'm using words now but it's to express a way that people aren't acting and it's a great way of communicating words um, so I'm going to leave it there. I hope this has uh, enthralled you to come back next time or encouraged you. Um, have a look at the history of democracy. Um, there's some good websites out there that explains it better than I have. I've just given you a taster of where it's gone and where it will prob probably go, uh, which is to uh, a form of revolution and, and revolt um, if things don't change. Um, People just cannot go on the way they do, and then the, the, the proverbial uh, camelback breaks. Um, so I shall leave it there. I hope you have a really good evening. I'll, I'll be doing this once a week, um, and this is released under the Creative Commons license. Um, so you can do what you like with it, but it's not for commercial use. And easy. So there we go. Okay, bye for now.